Hello and welcome to Vampire TV, your only place for awesome computer noises. I'm your I host, Kenneth, them. and They're around the table awesome. we have Beep Boop Beatrice. Beep Boop Meet More. And Meet Moop Monica. I'm not participating in this because I know you're making fun of me and I hate that I am computer. not. I am building up my computer self-esteem. It's we a terrible a computer, computer and I'd like to beat it to death with my bare hands. Sweet googly moogly. <laughs> So we are here this week to very quickly talk about Supergirl, The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Arrow, Black Lightning. Why can't I hear myself? Uh, I can hear you. Okay. Your narcissism is overtaking I, you. I need all me all the time. The Gifted and Nice yes. Titans. <coughs> Titans, so, rapidly becoming my favorite show. I'm so angry. I can't deal with this show. <laughs> It's not bad, and I don't know what to do with myself. All right, let's focus up. Okay. What's so, in the bullpen? Um, Everybody voted! Well, I mean, no, they didn't, because turnout was... A lot of people was voted? Better than in normal midterms. Early voting numbers were insane, and the yeah. number of young people who voted was up, like, 250% this year. <laughs> yeah, which, which is, is dope. Which is great. It was, like, it was like 10% or something, really low in 2014, and it was 35% of yeah. young voters. Yeah. While, while the national results weren't what I wanted, the California results were pretty good. The Yay, national California. results were not bad. It we have the, the House ever. of Representatives, and mm-hmm. we got a shit ton of people of color into offices. Yes. It wasn't bad. But also, and Scott Florida. The only thing we need to talk about is Florida and the 1.4 million people of color who are now allowed to vote. Yes. Dude, huge, like, largest voting registration, with quotes around it, basically, mm-hmm. since... <coughs> since the these, Civil Rights Act. Yeah. Which is insane. Well, it's disenfranchised <coughs> people, yeah. once again, getting back their right to participate in their own democracy. Because, honestly, why can't they vote? You like, did your time. You paid your dues. Uh, you should be able to vote. America has a huge problem... With revenge instead of... Rehabilitation? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the point, is that it's... The purpose of prison is supposed to be built on rehabilitation. Yeah, making you a productive member of society Not punishment. And we've we've (laughs) created these pits of despair that we just chuck people into, and then we're shocked when they come out worse. Correct. Shocked, I tell you. Shocked. Anyway. Not that shocked. Anyway, all of these people are going to remember who put them in jail, who kept them in jail, and who let them out of jail. Okay, so I mean... Definitely, some. It's not like some of these people shouldn't have been in jail. We're not saying that. No, I'm saying a lot of them probably (laughs) were on rinky dink dope charges, which in five to ten years wouldn't have gotten them a prison sentence. Some of them probably stole a car. Not like hardcore cons are getting their vote back. Like you murdered someone, you don't get to vote. But you know, non-violent offenders. Non-violent offenders. Everyone except murderers and rapists. Yeah, basically Mm non-violent offenders. Um, but what I'm saying is the people who kept them in prison or kept them away from their vote were Republicans. The people who fought to get them their vote, Democrats, and they will remember this, and 2020 is going to be fun. 2020 will be interesting. And Texas. Purple. Both of them are very purple you know. I can't <coughs> wait for those two to go purple. They almost went purple in yeah. 2016. Oh, it's going to be great. Man, if this thing had happened in 2014, 2016 would have been a completely different conversation. Yeah. Especially since the three states that what's his nose ended up with is like Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Michigan, I think, that Hillary lost. It was Ohio. Ohio. Was it Ohio? Those Ohio. all voted straight up blue right now. And those were all states 45 fuckbag won two years ago. Fucking Ohio. I lived there for a while. You're, you're a disappointment. Well, it's all the electronic voting machines. Vote on paper. Yeah. All right, friends. Paper 2020. Moving forward. <laughs> I don't think we actually have any... Well, I guess real news, uh, There was we will not have Flash or another show next week because CW didn't... Was it Legends, I think? Didn't air anything um, last night because of voting. Oh, dang. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, they just did reruns, which is pretty cool. That is really nice. Yeah. So thank you to everyone, uh, all of our listeners in America that voted. If you didn't vote... Please go vote next time. Regardless please, please of how vote. you're voting, it is Just the vote. biggest and most badass civic duty you can do. Yeah, I think one of the uh, one of the big misnomers is that only presidential elections count. Oh my god! And it's so just wrong. it's just not true. So many things are built on local elections. We had some really interesting local props and yes. uh, measures here in California that I was really glad I got to go vote on. No and more daylight savings time. That's not true. That's not. It's 
still here. What? Did you even? Did you read the ballot? For someone who uh, was just... Oh, was my excited. God. Okay, well... <laughs> I voted yes. <coughs> okay, it, which is good. It passed. It passed. But it means that if we go no daylight savings time nationally, then California will automatically ascribe to that, whereas well, otherwise no. we would have... Right? We No, no. It's... So, federally, you either have to not do daylight savings or you have to do the flip-flop. This was saying, it was a referendum saying, if the feds allow it to always be on daylight savings time, California could then adopt it. It was overturning a 1949 law saying you could not do this thing. It doesn't automatically make no flip-flop. Non-daylight savings is stupid, and it gets dark too early and out like that. I disagree. I like the darkness. Uh, Yeah, well, you're a vampire. Anyway, the point being, Beatrice has a good point. You got to vote every single time you're given the chance, because actual change does not start from the top down not in a democracy you gotta start from the bottom and work your way up yeah we got 19 (laughs) women of color in judgeships in texas when when you read stuff like people who are fucking shit up in the border towns you know it's local sheriffs it's uh, it's police it's police chiefs it's things like that things that are voted upon locally swap out that local racist sheriff which happened in a pretty big Mm -hmm. state and put in a non-racist sheriff that changes the entire culture of your town. Yeah. Okay. And on that note, let's talk about a not-at-all political show, Supergirl. <coughs> We're just going to start with this. Um, oh, man. Kenneth, okay. I really enjoyed this episode, I'm, and I, I don't know how first. to deal with no, it. Wait, you go first. Hold time out. I am going to be the mediator here, because I did not watch it, but I heard... Her rantings and raving while okay. vaguely high, uh-huh. <laughs> and then I saw your positive rantings on Slack. Mine were positive comments. Well, I do not I've rant hidden all unless the it's on Kamala Harris's uh, website. <laughs> Beatrice has requested that Kenneth, our Kenneth Challenger, go first. Okay, you have. One minute, sir. Okay, so this was pretty much a flashback episode. It it opens with Supergirl falling to the ground, kryptonite in the air, because we can disperse stuff globally instantly, which is stupid. Whatever. (laughs) We already established that with the Daxamite stuff last year. I don't care. Um, We flashback a couple years ago to this professor who lives with his racist dad. Dad hates aliens, roaches as he calls them, because they have come in (coughs) and... There, there's new, better alien material, nth metal, um, and it's screwing up his steel mill. And the the professor's like, no, you know, Dad, blah blah blah. Just you, you can't talk like that. You, you got to be cool. Yada yada yada. And then we see across a number of different flashbacks, this guy's slow descent into um, being radicalized, basically, and <coughs> starting to also hate aliens and becoming agent liberty that mm. we see with his stupid amon mask the cora guy yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and it i don't know i like dude's a douchebag his reasons are trapped well no the problem is like within the context of this i felt his reason every step he took you could see while i don't agree with it i could see okay that kind of makes sense why you would react this way and each one was just building upon the previous one. And I, I thought it was a very good reflection of how people get radicalized and how they end up becoming violent mobs that attack people of color and blah diddy blah diddy. And I don't know. I, I really liked it. I, I thought they handled it well. And, uh, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Probably not. But let's hear why I am. <laughs> wow. Because <laughs> I also have one I, I'm going to take away points for the probably not. <laughs> okay. Um, I definitely agree that it was interesting to see the step-by-step process of how someone becomes radicalized. For me, what made me uncomfortable, and it's going to be like the same thing I talked about last week, that so much of this hits a really personal note for me. Mm-hmm. But it, I was really uncomfortable with them drawing this parallel between aliens, this obvious parallel between um, the fictional aliens and then the real world people of color by using they use all the same rhetoric and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff because in this case we see this guy who has been um like we see him suffering from real bad things you know jean fucking smashes through his house and lights his whole house on fire and um he gets stabbed by that guy at the at the hospital by accident or at the steel mill 
Mm-hmm. And so these are him suffering real violence and real loss because of these aliens, which do at times present a real threat. And in reality, in our real world, the the people that, you know, the white radicals fear have done them no real ill at all. So I think it's at least a little irresponsible dangerous to, comparison. to draw this parallel when you have one camp who is actually dangerous and and one camp who is very much not dangerous, but which these white, white radicals want us to view as dangerous. Like these these Mexicans trying to cross the border are not taking my jobs. They're not raping my kids. They're not setting my house on fire. Mm-hmm. And so that made me so uncomfortable that I had to leave my room <laughs> where I was watching the episode, go into the living room and yell, and mo- yell at Monica about it for 20 minutes. In her sleepy clothes, brawless. Mm-hmm. She's yelling at me. Boobies a swimming. Stop staring at my tits. <laughs> Won't do it. You know what you did. Jesus. That is very fair. I can definitely see where you're coming from on that. Um, I don't know. I still really liked it. I, so, I... <laughs> mediator-wise, I did not watch the episode. Mm-hmm. I think... You both have a good point. I think that while it is a good way to show how someone can be radicalized, it is dangerous to compare people who are in actual danger to people who are no danger whatsoever because the people who are trying to scare us in the real world into believing them to be a danger are the actual violent ones. Oh, sure. So I can see I can see both. And because I hate the show, I side with Beatrice. But also, like, it's a comic book show and every comic book when they're trying to draw uh, political parallels, cranks it up to 11. Sure. Mm-hmm. I think this is another one of those moments where they're not doing it well. I don't know. I, I, I think that it's very possible that I am too Overly sensitive. sensitive because just because I'm like on the daily so angry yeah. that I, th- I think <laughs> having to watch, having like, having signed up to watch this show so i am by you know my own volunteering being forced to experience experience this this guy and i just it fills me with so much rage that i can't quite contain myself having him talk about you know is progress really good oh my fucking god you know she came outside (laughs) with that bullshit and i went on my own 10 minute rant about how fucking yes Prize of grass is good for everyone. You have to embrace it. You gotta learn a new skill. And if I hear one more old person from a mine complain about how they don't want to lose their current job and re-enter the job market, I am on my third career and I'm 35. You just have to do it. Mm-hmm. So there's there's just there's a lot of tangled up emotions for me in this storyline and I think I just I just keep wanting it to do more. I think and I think part of that is also very personal that I feel frustrated that myself as a single human being cannot do more. And so I watch this show where we have somebody who is literally superhuman, who can do so much more than I can. And the fact that she's not yelling uh, like having a, a fe- feminist tirade and yelling about stuff and punching people in the face about it all the time okay or but in her defense alex can only do so much also <laughs> cars on the show what's <laughs> up buddy good sick one burn, sick bird you so, yeah. so yeah so i think i honestly i i can recognize that i'm going to be hypersensitive about that mm-hmm. and that's probably just going to make me feel more angry because this hits so close to home Especially in the current political climate yeah. and stuff. And I was trying to think to myself whether or not... Versus um, to others? Shut your face. Um, to other people quite often. It's yeah. quite yeah. annoying. It's, about whether it's we get very many villain origin stories. Don't we get one every time? I don't feel they usually devote an entire episode to it, though. Like, walking through four years Maybe of Maybe not this much life. detail, but we almost <laughs> always get a background episode. Oh, sure, those. sure. Yeah, I was trying to think about Flash villains and Arrow villains and stuff like that. Where do they... I was trying to think if we had other characters who had their motivations laid out in this way. In, in a way in which I felt was trying to explicitly show how... Um, how easy it was for him to become radicalized. How you, like you said, how he took take one step and then one step and one step. And I, I was just trying to think about whether I had felt this way about other stories, or if this was just because it's this just because like, it's now. This sounds like the way I feel about Jace on the Gifted. 
he's taking those first few steps into mm-hmm. a place where he's already basically camped out in, mm-hmm. and I fucking hate it. Well, I think, for me at least, I think the difference between this dude and Jace is that I hated Jace from the get-go. It's true. He was the worst. He was worst. always terrible. And I feel like if the show wants me to feel empathetic for him, they are straight up failing. But in this, I, I feel the show wanting me to have empathy for this guy. And I just, I hate him so much. Well, I guess my problem there is we are currently living in a climate where people are being radicalized at home against their own governments and their own people. So... Y'all, Kata. Yeah. So, um, the problem yes. with this idea is we're all aware, or at least our circle, our state, we're aware that this radicalization is happening. So watching someone <coughs> make what we know to be an incorrect decision has to be really fucking enraging. But also, I mean, that that's a huge privilege to say, hey, my friend group is pretty woke. You're not wrong. Like, th- this is airing nationwide and worldwide. Yeah. Like, hopefully this reaches some people and they can take a step back and say, or it's in how- oh, man, how to. I've... Just kidding, I'm kidding, sure, I'm sure. kidding. I mean, yeah, sure, I but... I just teasing you. Hopefully it makes them take a step back and go, shit, what is this path I'm walking down? Right. I need to if reevaluate Supergirl myself. Supergirl would be unhappy with me and I value superheroes. Fuck that. If Alex would be unhappy right, with me. Right, if Jean right. would be unhappy. Uh, Jean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if Jean was ever disappointed in me, I think I would curl up. And yeah, die. and that's the problem. Yeah. He wouldn't be angry. He would just be disappointed. <laughs> and then I would weep. And okay, uh, we are time. out of time. This episode ended. Supergirl, uh, Lena showed up as she always Woo-hoo! does because she's the fucking boss and can yeah. put her shit aside. Super Lena. Uh, and so... Uh, Kara is now stuck in a full body suit because the With air is helmet. contaminated. Mm-hmm. Does so, it look cool? Yeah, it, it looks very cool, I yeah. feel. Showing and, up to work is going to be a problem. Yeah, and Lena was <laughs> straight up a boss. They, Alex called her in and was like, I know you and Kara have had your differences. And Lena's like, Psh, come on, I'm not going to let her die. And saved her you life. You and Supergirl. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How are they going to explain Kara? No I idea. am very curious to see. Because right. Kara can't go to work. Mm-mm. Maybe she got the flu. Yeah. She's got mono. Yep. Um, no, he he went back in the future. Oh, Jesus. Get mono out! L. <coughs> can we do a quick timeout? Actually, it's not important. <coughs> I can talk about it later. Okay. Next show. Then we'll talk about The Flash. Ready, set, ten minutes! It's a good episode. I liked it. I liked it. Stuff happened. Um, I loved... So basically... In the the course of the episode, we found out found out why Nora's mad at Iris, and when Nora was a child, Iris did something that capped her powers, and so she didn't actually find out she was a speedster until way later in life. So quickly around the table, do you approve of what uh, future Iris did? I was just going to say, go, yeah, go. Oh, maybe not approve. Let me let me finish my thought. Oh, I fully approve. Fuck it. I really liked that while Iris had doubted doubts herself. Barry knows and trusts her and knows she makes good life decisions and she wouldn't purposely harm their child out of anything petty or revengeful mm-hmm. that she made a call as a single parent for the betterment and safety of their child and he mm-hmm. fully trusts her and goes, mm-hmm. sorry Nora I'm your dad and I love you, but I'm on Iris' side. We are a united front. I Think how terrible that. a two-year-old is in general. Now imagine if that two-year-old had access to the Speed Force. Jesus Christ. Oh, Lord. What I'm actually hoping we end up seeing is a Bart impulse from the comics type thing where normally Speed Force users don't get their powers until they're adults. It's fine. Whatever. They run around. They're stupid. Um, Bart had it from birth. And so he aged at a freakish rate. Oh, and my God. It was it was a huge problem. So I'm wondering maybe something like that happened. Nora, uh, you know, they had to chip her basically to make her Slow functional. Down. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, is that if this was any other person, like if this was a stranger and they said, oh, my my parents put a literal like inserted a chip into my body so I couldn't have my superpowers. I'd be like, that is fucked up and terrible. Yeah. But knowing Barry and Iris knowing who Iris is, knowing who Joe is, and without the context of seeing the the future decision, I have to just go on on trust and instinct, and I believe that that Iris wouldn't do this as a shitty reason, that she must, like they said in the episode, she had to have had a good reason, Mm -hmm. and I believe that. Yeah. Um, I also really enjoyed Nora's shocked face when Dad betrayed her. Hey, man, they're a unit. You're new. That mm-hmm. was great. That was great. And then I loved when she showed up at um, Grandpa Joe's house. Like, Grandpa Joe's going to be on her side. And I'm like, oh, honey. 
Mm-mm. Grandpa Joe's not going to be on your side either. Grandpa Joe knows who Iris is, and he's going to back up Iris. But also, well, I love that Joe was just like, hey, like, yeah, no questions in, asked. Well, he's a good dad. We can talk about it later. Just I mean, come on in. He took in Barry, the neighbor's kid. Like, he's not going to say no to his Taking every kid's. Uh, yeah, well, and also that um, I feel like a lot of times kids have a, almost a more idealized idea of their grandparents than they do of their parents, especially yeah. if they're missing one parent. Especially because you only see them every once in a while. Yeah. When you see them, they're always nice. They give you presents. But I think if Nora went to Joe and was like, oh my God, mom did this terrible thing to me. She lied to me my whole life. And Joe says, hey, let me tell you the story about Iris's mom and how I lied to Iris about her mom the whole time. And we had a fight and then we forgave each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy shit. And that'd wake you up. Yeah. Also, Iris hasn't done this, so... We can't be mad at her right now. Get the fuck over yourself, Nora. Yeah. Future Iris. baby. I don't know. Like, I'm... Decent chance I'm super totally wrong, but I am throwing my hat over this weird aging thing because Nora is being played by, like, a 30-something-year-old, playing her as a mid-20s person, acting like a teenager at best all the time. Like, she has terrible impulse control and just comes across as a teenage person in general she does so like i i really am thinking maybe she just kind of skipped a lot of years by aging too quickly before she got chipped that would make sense (laughs) so what else happened um we had a spencer the the new up-and-coming news reporter and the best oh shit faces from um caitlin and oh my gosh uh joe's wife whose name uh, Cecile. Cecile when <laughs> Nora told Iris that she liked uh, Spencer's news blog thingy better and both of them were like oh <gasps> that whole conversation was so funny too because Iris is like I gotta be a mom I gotta be a mom I gotta be a mom <laughs> also <laughs> so Nora great. likes girls yeah confirmed she was hot for Spencer yeah and I love the the almost- in the band well, when well, of course I love Barry's reaction as he slowly gets there. Well, Barry's like not picking up at all, and Iris immediately goes, "Oh no!" and like dives out of the van. And Barry's like, "Wait, what? Really? Like, no idea. Like for him, Nora's still like a toddler and yeah. does not have sexual impulses at all." And then yeah, uh, Dorbs. And then her and then Iris and Nora have like a conversation, and Nora thinks for a hot minute that her mom's gonna be weird about, about the fact me, that yeah. she thinks that she like girl likes a girl, and her mom's like, no, no, I don't give a <laughs> shit about that. She's a terrible person. Yeah, she might be dangerous. I loved that. I love that. Also, this is our second CW kid who is on the queer spectrum. Yeah, killing it. I like this idea that everyone in the future is just like more chill because <laughs> yeah. I hope that's what we're moving toward future is always full of casual bisexuality i mean i told someone at work today that i just assume everyone i meet is gender fluid and bisexual it's just safer that way nice that was i think that was about it for this episode it was good no so the important thing we've learned is when uh stupid mcsatellitesons shit dropped down last year mcsatellitesen yes the thinkers satellites dropped uh since they were full of dark goop now we have meta technology. That's interesting. Actually. That was really. I'm cool. super excited it's about this. It's so dumb, and I'm I so love happy. It. Oh, it's great. I love it. It's just it's leaning into com- like it's a fucking meta cell phone. I'm into it. It's so dumb. I love it so much. It definitely opens up a new can <coughs> of worms, which I'm all about. Yeah, um, we haven't had enough to deal with. But so now we we have <laughs> the Obviously. problem that Cicada has a uh, meta dagger. And he himself looks to be a meta since he apparently developed super strength at the end of this episode. So he's getting, seems like he's getting stronger, which makes sense why, especially Oliver later on, wasn't able to take him down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we also found out that the weird thing in his chest is shrapnel from the satellite. And so I'm just like, dude, why didn't you have that removed? It may not even be shrapnel. It might just be a wound from the satellite. Oh, yeah, maybe he did heal. have it removed, but... And it just won't it heal, because didn't he say it's him. not healing? <clears throat> yeah. Um, all right, let's go over to Arrow, where Bullet Tooth Tony is a total jerk. Yeah. Shocking. But he's a bad guy. Yeah. So, uh, I really hope... Do you want to give a summary of the episode, and then we'll talk about it? Uh, yeah, pretty much Oliver... You know, stabs himself in the previous episode to get an in with uh, Brick... Brick says, oh, you need to meet this guy called the Demon, 
he's Diaz's inside man, and then he gets, be- you know, Oliver gets betrayed, shocking nobody because they're bad guys. <laughs> Except Oliver. <laughs> I know. Poor guy. Um, Felicity kind of strong arms the FBI into working with her. So there is now a multi person sting between uh, the FBI, uh, CCPD, Wild Dog, and Felicity to trap Diaz. At the CDC. Yeah, at the CDC. And the Lone Hunters or whatever. I didn't watch the second half of this episode. The Longbow Hunters. I'm reading this recap thing right here, and I'm like, oh, that's right. I watched half of it while walking and never actually finished it. (laughs) Okay, so I definitely got to the part where they are setting the trap in the CDC. So the trap (coughs) didn't work. So I see. The Diaz got away. They did capture Silencer, apparently. Yes, Yes, so the Silencer was fighting Black Canary downstairs, um, the FBI lady and Wild Dog were supposed to keep them in the room, which they did not do well no. at all. All of them escape except the silencer. Felicity lies to the FBI lady's face about having caught the silencer, doesn't tell her that we have her, and lets that lady get into super serious trouble and get fired. Mm, demoted and reassigned. Sorry, demoted and reassigned. I, episode after episode... Do not like Felicity and the choices Man, she well, makes. Well, she straight up did that lady dirty. She did. Yeah. And they called her out on it. Wild Dog, of all people, called her out on, like, you know, what the shit are you I'm very you happy doing? with him this season, actually. I know, he's not as annoying. Like, as they, they've been writing him very well, yeah. mm-hmm. and he's not douchey. Well, he has a daughter <laughs> now, douchey. so I guess now that he has a woman in his life, he's not as much of a misogynist. You Great. Because men, men can't be nice without they can't having be empathetic. Uh, context. Unless, think of, of it if it was your yeah. daughter. Anyway, um... He called her out Felicity was like, what the shit? And Felicity like went on this rant about, I don't care. We need to catch this guy. I need my family back. And, you know, the ju- ends justify the means. And I'm kind of like, Ooh. all right. No, she's a bum, dude. I yeah. I just full on don't like her anymore. Um, I continue to love all the fights that they have with Silencer. They're great. Very cool to watch. And I love that both of the Canary ladies really know how to fight even without their powers. Oh, yeah. Yep. 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 As opposed um, to Barry. Who and we've got a John and Lila running their Zero oh. Commission. That was uh, so another annoying. dumb fight. That was so annoying because they got in this dumb fight because Lila was doing a side mission inside of their original mission, and he was like, "How could you not tell me? We're not supposed to lie to each other." And I mean, Beatrice and I are she's in the, the director, yeah, literally she's your boss. We're in our in our living room going, "She's your boss, John. Of course she didn't fucking tell you. It's above your pay grade. You yeah. wear a uniform to work. She's wearing that dress. Like, damn." Yeah, that she had, she had, like, they were there to steal what's it, and she made a copy of the thing and then gave it to this other guy because she's trying to track down a mole or a leak in the department. And John's like, <coughs> Rah, you're my wife. You should like, have told me. I'm like, also Fuck your fucking off. boss. Yeah, that was garbage. Did not like at all. Lame. Um, back to Oliver in jail. I kind of want, um, our black guy friend. What, who's his name? Uh, is I'd- he a Slade? A Wilson? He's not a... Okay, I thought you said slave? No, Slade. Jesus. Oh, my God. No, Slade. Jesus, is he I a Slade? I'm very confused. Is, is he a Wilson? Right is, he, is he like a masked villain? Do we know Yeah, he him? was he was a villain from a couple seasons no, ago. No, I know, but like, is he one that we know? What's like, his, I know Slade his Wilson name? is Deadshot. Like, that's my uh, question. He was... What's his face? Nailed uh, it. <laughs> anyway, I hope we're slowly making friends with him. That'd be cool. Because I like him. He's not as annoying as the other one. He's Yeah, he's more um, gray area. Where he's he, like mercenary. Yeah, he might less be. Less believer. He might do the right thing if it was in his best interest. Correct. But then don't trust him. Yes. So we twisted his arm and made him give up the secret fights that are happening in the prison. <coughs> as, you know, as you do. Also, we finally understood that this episode that the prison they're in is called Slabgate? No, I hate it. Slabside. Slabside. I hate it 100,000%. That's such a dumb name. That is the stupidest fucking name. <laughs> um, and if I got arrested no, that's amazing. and someone was like, you're sentenced to five years at Slabside, I wouldn't stop laughing for about 15 <laughs> minutes. Because I thought, I, th- I guess I thought. Oh, Bronze Tiger. That's who he was. Bronze Tiger. Sure, that yeah. guy. That does Definitely not ring know a bell. who that guy is. I, it was from, I want to say it was like season three-ish. Oh, it's all a blur. Yeah. It's all a blur. Anyway, 
anyway, I hope we make friends with him. I'm mad that there is um, guard-approved fighting happening in the prison, but it explains how they were able to move around at night with no one getting them mm-hmm. in trouble. Like, where are the fucking guards? We literally, at one point, I was like, where are all the guards? How are they doing this? They're betting. Yeah, they're busy uh, tossing money on this. Well, and then Oliver decides that he's going to like be dangerous, and he's going to get himself thrown into the next level or whatever. Like the second level of By prison? Which very, is, what? very lightly stabbing all these dudes. Like very he slashes lightly. one guy across the arm. Stabs him oh, in the nice. meat of his shoulder. Like right at the very top. So he barely injured those dudes. Yeah, Gave those, one of them a black eye. Like, come on. Very lightly stabbed. And they're all like, oh no, he's dangerous. Um, I keep thinking, they keep referring to this guy as the demon. And I'm like, if it's fucking Rachel Ghoul, I'm going to lose my mind. Because <laughs> he's the demon's head. What if it was? That would be sick. Oh my god! It turns out he's just Didn't been alive for like the Ray last four years. Oh yeah, that guy don't die. Like two years ago. Like Nissa dumped him in a Lazarus pit just because she's like, oh, I have to be a good daughter, and then promptly dumped him in prison. Or where it's he's Nissa. just <gasps> and she's just in a dude's oh, prison. Shit. I believe that. That'd be so. Great. That would be amazing. <laughs> I miss her. Come back, Nissa. Yeah. Anyway, that was that was Arrow. I my favorite uh, parts of this are. Oliver in jail, actually. No joke. I'm digging I it. agree. They're fun. Like They are fun. What if he just stays in jail no, for a while? No, I don't. It should, at least six episodes. It's yeah. gotta be at least six. Well, he's going through, like, levels. I wonder... Oh, God. What if this is some weird allegory for Dante's Inferno? Oh, that'd be awesome. Well, because they referenced a level two, so there's gotta at least be a level three or a level one. Well, yeah, you don't I'm have saying, a list with only two things. If he goes through seven things. levels in this fucking prison... I'm writing someone a letter. There's three Saying, extra thank basements you yeah. for this. No, not thank you. Oh my god, he is traveling with a little friend. <laughs> oh my god, it's Dante's Inferno. That would be so. Via dope. Arrow on the CW Year also, Road 2018. I don't know whether I just didn't notice it before, but they had an exterior establishing shot of it's the prison, crazy. and it's so fucking extra. It is the most extra prison I've ever seen. It's, it's like, like Alcatraz if, on steroids. It's like if oh, Alcatraz. Yeah, I did see that if, part. If like Alcatraz and Arkham Asylum had a weird demon baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's it reminds like me always of a... night. Always night. It's on a cliff, but also attached to like a land and also there are like waves and shit. Yeah. Like, it reminds me of the raft, kind of. But a, from the comics. Yeah. A little, but much more much more DC and the, yeah. oh, yeah. how much like thunder and lightning there is. Yeah. It like did an outside panel and we both just started laughing uncontrollably. <laughs> it, it was so extra. Uh, did this have any flash forwards in it this no, one? No, no William. That's no fun. William. Okay, Which well then uh speaking and his of new boyfriend Roy. Yes. Time travel, let's jump over to Legends. The best show on television. I'm just going to It's so good. I want that Bebo game for my phone. Yes. I like, what the fuck? You couldn't even let us get a couple minutes into this? Okay, but seriously, what the fuck is the CW doing? How is there not a Bebo game? How is there not a Bebo plushie? Like, they are leaving money on the table. Correct. It's all your money. So, it's a lot. Like, a lot of money. I hate to break it to you. I feel like you don't hate I don't at all. <laughs> there is a huge fandom following for Bebo. I hate it. I don't care. Dude, <laughs> I met all. a person at Clexicon dressed up as Bebo. That's magical. Like, it was great. All hail. <laughs> Other than that, this episode that, that was That was it. That's all this episode was, was the Bebo app. <laughs> <laughs> no, Fucking um, Salem Witches. Salem Witch Trials and... Zari has had one of the best character arcs in recent television, I feel. It's been really it, interesting. It makes me very happy. It was weird for me because I also am currently watching season three of American Horror Story, which is also all about witches. Oh, that's And coming, she just right? finished Timeless, which has a Salem episode. Nice. Mm-hmm. It's very confusing. So many time-traveling witches. That's a lot. Go- well, I mean, it's such a good, iconic thing to go to. I mean, yeah, if you're going to talk about women being disenfranchised and a bunch of other terrible crap, you know, this is a nice parallel for today. It's a great little melting pot of all the horrible things both men can do to women and what other white women can do to women. Yeah, because that's always such the bummer. It's, it's, It's like I've gotten to a point where I expect horribleness from random dudes. Obviously not the dudes in my life who I love and respect, but, like, shittiness from random dudes is just a part of life. Right. But when you get that same shit from other women, it breaks my heart. Yeah. Because who, who did you dirty, girl? 
Well, that's that's right. the patriarchy at work, though. Is it I know. That's what I said. The patriarchy. Yeah, the patriarchy. It's, it's always patriarchy. dudes named Pat. That's the problem. <laughs> you can't trust dudes them. named Pat. Pat and Chad. Chad. Um. So anyway, the the whole big premise of this is they they recalibrate their uh, time anachronism jobber to track down magical. That's a sentence. Baddies. Yeah, they rig up uh, the, the bones finger bones that constitute have. fucking Gideon. I love it so much. And they end up in Salem for... You know why? A fairy godmother. A fairy godmother. Who is, like, violent and bloodthirsty. And sings. That's that's, and... that's the show, just in a nutshell. A lovely, <laughs> beautiful, kind, old fairy godmother who sings and sparkles and then instructs birds to rip people's faces out. <laughs> and wants to set... An entire town on fire, including mm-hmm. the people in it. Well, the opening episode was a fucking carnivorous unicorn made of, like, pot dust. <laughs> yes. I love this show oh my God. so It's so much. great. It's so great. Like, I I am so happy with this season, and we're two episodes um, in. Let's and... also not forget <laughs> Constantine coming on board the ship and immediately talking about how he needs a stiff one, and I'm going to let you decide what I mean yeah. by that. Yes! <laughs> also, I love you. him Thank and you. Mick. And oh my god. Yeah. Like, oh, I wanted to watch football, and he's like, well, it's yeah, on. soccer's on, man. It's so great. Everything's just, great. I'm I want so, them to make out. I'm so, I mean, obviously. I'm just, I'm so pleased with the CW for letting him be queer. I mean, yeah. he hasn't kissed, a, he hasn't really kissed a boy yet other than Gary. But the only woman he's kissed really has been Sarah. Sarah. So mm-hmm. it's not like he's making it with ladies every episode and That's only true. hinting at men. Yeah. He's not doing nothing with nobody. Yeah. Um. So... God, I don't even know how... Okay, so quick recap. Fairy uh, <laughs> Godmother turns uh, Ray and Mick into pigs. And also, it turns out that Nate's dad works for government uh, ways and means or something and is sent to the Time Bureau to see if they should be funded. Uh, Gary Gary's it up. <laughs> and Nate's like, ah, fuck. Okay, let me bring in my, my pig Ray friend. I can fix this. And we end up with just... Naked Ray chilling in Nate's arms. Oh my god, that which, he was amazing when he turned back into a pig, and neither of them like no homoed. Yeah, he yeah. didn't drop Ray and go ew. Ray covered himself a little, but then was just like chill about it. That, and, then, and nobody in the room was like, yeah, no even homo. like his dad, who's kind of a like, douchebag, is just okay. like, okay, I saw a du- uh, pig turn into a dude. That's, That's the only matters. weird part yeah. here. Loved of course, it. Gary immediately is, like, looking at his junk. And I'm like, Gary, eyes up! Gary is an inappropriate pervo. <laughs> he really is. Also, Constantine's got to get on that V-card for Gary. We got to get that taken care of, because he's got something on the brain. I'm with you, Gary. But also, don't be a pervo at work. Yeah. Um. And so this ends with... Unfor- so, <coughs> Time Bureau gets funded. Nate is unfortunately staying... Well, no, Nate is fortunately I staying actually, with them. I really yeah, like it. I think Fun. The only thing I'm sad about is Ray's face as he's walking back through the I portal, know. and his best friend is not going to be on the show. Well, just for a means while. we can get back to the pair I like, which is Ray and Mick. Ray and Mick had a bromance going, and then they like handed <laughs> Ray off to Nate, and I was like, "What?" But we got some good uh, Nate and Mick stuff, also. I did like Nate and Mick, which mm-hmm. was cool. Yeah. So, like, I, I am very happy that with Nate at the Time Bureau, I think we're just going to see a lot more uh, Nate and Ava um, doing Time Bureau-y things. That's cool. I, I, I'm i always glad when you can add a new <coughs> element to the mix in a way that feels organic and earned. So it's not like... It, it makes sense to me that Nate would maybe feel a little... Um, like he needs something new and that made sense to me. And so I hope that he has a good time at the time bureau. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. And, um, yeah, basically they, they, Zari is very mean to a town full of assholes. Fair. And then almost gets set on fire. And they melted the <coughs> setting of her necklace. Yeah. So actually I saw a picture from the next episode and her necklace is very small now. Oh, I think okay. that's better. A little more undercover. A little it, it was less very uh, ostentatious b- before. So bougie. And um, 
Constantine tries to talk the once once the girl breaks the spell with the fairy godmother. Constantine t- tries to talk her into joining him with out. him instead of getting sent back to hell. And she's like, "Yo, I would rather be sent to hell than piss off de- mad yeah at you. deal with this person or thing coming after you." And he's Whoops. like, "Man, okay, well then get out." Um. I like there was a throwaway comment that Z said where she's like, "Hey, you guys are like off the hook now, but like maybe a change of change of scenery, like move out of this fucking town." And we decided they should go to the 1980s. They'd do great there. Hey, I, I feel everyone should just move to uh, wherever it was they dropped Helena off. Themyscira. Themyscira. Yeah. <gasps> Obviously, yes. we should just like start all a women weird time just like send there. them to Themyscira. <laughs> We rescue all the women, we fake their deaths, and then we send them to Themyscira yeah, instead. Problem and then solved. we help them take over the world in a giant worldwide invasion. Oh, no, I saw saw that in Flashpoint, and it didn't end well for anyone. End up like Themyscira versus Atlantis, and it was a whole problem. Well, no, it, they would just win automatically. Yeah, Atlantis has a lot of fish. <laughs> okay, right let's way. talk about Black Lightning! God, this show's so fucking good. <laughs> Yep, that was it. That's <laughs> well, all we like, got. so much goes on, and like, can yeah, you, the show's yeah, so. Dense. Can you like give us a brief rundown <laughs> of what happened? Yeah. Um. So we have a uh, we have Tobias is arrested and being interrogated, but there's no real evidence linking him to anything bad at this point. Jefferson says, "Hey, let me come forward and testify." But he unfortunately, as a kid, said he hadn't seen anything. So now, um. Henderson. When were you lying then or now? <laughs> yeah, Henderson. And you know, I I really like that Henderson and the lawyer that was with them were like, "Hey, we believe you. Let's walk through what's going to happen." Oh, look, it all completely fell apart. Mm-hmm. What you going to do? Uh Tobias gets released by the end of this, gives a bunch of bullshit about, "Oh, you know, I I love the system, yada yada." And man, I hate that guy. Um and Principal Mike Lowry is the fucking worst. That guy sucks. Jefferson breaks up a fight between two students, gets them all like, hey, I may not like you, but I'll shake your hand and we we can work through this. And then Lowry expels one of the students when he finds out what happens because he's a douchebag. Well, it was such an interesting moment, too, because Jefferson said, I don't care what happened. Right now, you're going to look each other in the eye and you're going to shake hands with the obvious intention of taking them into a room and figuring out what happened. But in the moment, we got to get them squared away. Mm hmm. And then Lowry shows up and immediately asks the one question that's going to undo all the partisanship, bipartisanship, whatever, and, like, which one of you threw the first punch? So then they shatter it back into teenage people mm-hmm. and start fighting again, and one of them gets expelled. And I'm like, this is not how you be a leader and an educator. Yeah. It's it's one of those things where you can either abide by the letter of the law or the spirit of the law. I am a contextual person. Yes. I like context. Spirit of the law enforced contextually. Well, yeah, and you can you can choose to enforce um, um, the zero tolerance policy right. in a number of ways. You could suspend them both for three days. Yeah, you could assign right. them KP duty. You could make them scrub walls. Something, something other but than expelling. He them. has shortened this kid's lifespan, possibly. Because he doesn't go to this school, he goes back to public school, he's wrapped up in the 100, and he's gone. It's definitely, you're limiting his options by not letting him stay at Garfield. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. So that sucked. Mike Lowry sucks. Yeah, he's he's mostly the worst. Um, Sentence I never thought I'd say out loud. Mike Lowry. Mike Lowry. Mike They're Lowry. making a, a third bad boys, apparently. Oh, I know. Yeah. What? I'm pretty Did I not hyped. know about this? They're trying to get Martin Lawrence to sign on. And he's, oh, I, like, hemming and hawing. I, I thought he, last I heard, both he and Will Smith were back for it. Oh, shit! Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, I don't suppose they could get Taylor Leone back. Probably. And Gabrielle Union. Oh, my God. Probably. We're getting the band back together. I, I have no control over this, but I'm going to say yes. Yes, Let's they can. Let's do it. Um, so, on the flip side, we have Jennifer still having a lot of uh, issues with her powers, her parents make the decision to take her out of school for now. And then yeah. she's like, well, fuck you guys. I'm going to go start meeting up with Khalil because I'm a stupid teenager. And that's going to be a problem. Yep. Yay. Because whether or not he was once upon a time a good kid, he's in some trouble right now. And Well, he killed a man. 
Yes, he did. Like, there's, hey, like you're today? troubled. He killed a dude and, today. Yeah, there's, then there's like, you're, you're killing people for extortion money. Mm-hmm. So. Well, well okay. I would say that. Technically, he accidentally killed that guy. I don't give a fuck. Cool story. Still murder. Fair. Cool story. Boom. Still murder. Yes. But it's not like he has become an intentional murderer. It's not like. Like, you're acting like he murdered this dude, and he planned it, and it was in cold blood, and he's, like, a vicious, bloodthirsty murderer. He's a dumb kid who has made a series of terrible decisions. For which he should... For which he should... Reap consequences. Reap consequences. That guy died on accident. He did not get joy from it, but he's in a place where, like, shit just keeps happening, and he has to just get through it. And he keeps he keeps making bad decisions after decision, bad decision. After bad decision, but he's not malicious, and he's not going out yeah. of his way to hurt people. At this point, I don't think he's now. He did he did in the beginning because he was angry, but he's like calm down. He's worked through a lot of the rage, and now he's yeah. like regretting where he is in life. I don't think he's completely a lost cause, right? But. If Jennifer was my daughter, no. I'd, I'd be like, no, you can't hang out no. with this kid. He's bad I want news. him yeah, nowhere no. near and her. I, I'm sure we're going to see a redemption arc for him, and that's great. As long as they do it right. She sh- is being real fucking dumb and talking to him right now. Yeah. I think all three of them are being pretty <laughs> terrible because they need to have more conversations with her instead of just making unilateral decisions because she's a teenager and they react poorly to them. Um, she needs to be more open with where she's at and controlling her powers. I think maybe she's only told Anissa that she can, like, kind of focus it through one finger. I think that's information that would make her parents mm-hmm. feel a lot better about yeah. it. Yeah, just, like, take a giant copper rod, stick it in the backyard, and, you know, twice a day ground yourself. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I really it's- like the work that she's been doing with the therapist. Yeah. And how her therapist is helping her channel it all into that box. I'm worried about the box because, like, well, that's not good. But I guess it's good she's making progress in a direction. Mm-hmm. Well, she's trying to. I think. I think the like the therapist said the key point is establishing why you feel so out of control, so that you can move through that feeling and then let it go. And so I think part of the putting in the box is the okay? I feel like this because blank. And I'm going to let that move out of me and into this box. Nice. Yep. <laughs> and then a clinic tried to get bombed. And Jefferson and Anissa kind of put their differences aside, came together for it. Um, And, like, Anissa straight up, like, Steve Rogers. Dude, that was grenade. so dope. Right? And Monica yells, she didn't know that would work! <laughs> she didn't know that would work. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she knows she's bulletproof, so you can make some assumptions from there but she didn't know it would work just yeah, like steve didn't know that would work also that's the mark of a hero i yes. know is doing good shit not knowing if to you're worry. gonna su- survive yes she cool. they, they both like did her. good they did they did good oh work. my god she's amazing yeah i think that was mostly it um more of the the metas and the pods died under creepy doctor's watch oh she's gross <laughs> she she makes me uncomfortable I think she's supposed Straight to. up Mangala. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the show is still my favorite. I love it. It's good every single week. It's very good. Don't say it. I see your face. It doesn't have Bebo. God damn it. I don't it. know what to tell you. <laughs> Next. Next is uh, The Gifted, where we now promote mutant branding because that makes me the so Morlocks are very weird. Ugh. Like... What's that guy's eye... Is just not there. No, it's, it's a big just old a big empty old socket. Gaping hole. Gross. Somebody snatched that eyeball right out. Yeah. I mean, I don't like it. The branding? Yeah. Oh. I, understand. I thought you meant the show. I was like, oh, I like the no, show. No, I'm, I'm like I'm like 60% on the show. <laughs> um, hey, that's good enough for a super majority. Jesus. Um, I don't like the branding because they're being punished for something they can't control, just like the people who can't hide are being punished for something they can't control. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's what you want to do. It's the whole idea of like, well, I suffered through a thing. If you want to be where I'm at, you must also suffer through a thing. Like, I don't like that at all. Carol. Carol. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. I didn't like it. 
I get why they all signed up, but also they asked desperate people to do a thing in order to not die on the streets. Yeah. Which is not <coughs> an informed consent decision. No, that's coercion. So, I don't like that. Yeah, so, so we have... Oh, sorry. Go. Oh, just that I, I get why... I get why people have conflicting feelings about the Morlocks, because I also have conflicted feelings about the Morlocks. So seeing Johnny and Blink have their conversation about whether or not we should trust them was really interesting to me, because I get why Blink is like, no, these people are great. It's great that they have options. And then Johnny's like, no, that guy's weird and crazy, and I don't like not this. Not Johnny, Marco. Marcos. Marcos. Yes. You're, you're a genderist. Not yes. all men are the same. <laughs> I mean... <coughs> They're both so hot. I get it's it. True, but yeah. yes, I'm I'm with you. Where Marcos is like, no, this is not right. It's fine. It's fine. Um, we got dumb dumb child boy uh, with got his new friend, a new girlfriend who I believe is a troublemaker. Uh, maybe so. We turns she's out she's going to be a danger. Yeah. Uh, the the girl they rescued. <laughs> yeah. Her mutant power is flipping things inside out, and I have so many questions. Which makes me very nervous, because if she can do that to a safe, she can do that to a person. Oh, yeah. No, we are definitely, within the next two episodes, getting someone flipped inside out. What? So, all skin on the inside, right? And yes. then, would it be the skeleton That's my question. Like, what is and everything inside <laughs> the skeleton? Because the well, skeleton is technically fa- the foundation. I, I feel but like it's an But if you flip it inside out, thing. your brain would be around the outside of your skull. I think you just kind of like a brain sitting there with like I have so many kidneys well, and shit. Because when we saw them flip the safe, it didn't do it perfectly. Like it cracked open in places. So it would it would be really awkward looking, I think, with a skeleton yeah, it's, too. Well, it's gonna no, be but I think, the, I think that the safe cracked open in places because when it's inside out, the little posty bars that lock it were mm-hmm. still locked and they didn't have anywhere to go. That's okay. why it broke open. Yeah, and you know what else want have somewhere to go? Your kidneys. They do have somewhere to go. Well, they would just... Here's what would happen. They're just going to be like dangling like two stomach nuts. What They're are you going to do? They're fucking attached uh. to your other organs. They just float around inside your body. No, you they're... have ligaments <laughs> okay, and tendons. What if you're hysterical? Then they wander. That's your uterus. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't get one of those. Those are special. Also, funny story I just learned today. Apparently, if you get a kidney transplant, they don't take the other ones. They just stick a third one in you. That's cool. Yeah. Did not know that. Interesting. Did not know that. I There's thought they like, just pulled eh, the one that doesn't no, they're work. No, fuck it. We'll just shove this in. It's probably easier and safer to yeah. not have yeah, two wound sites. Yeah. Chopping around and shit. Mm-hmm. Also, <laughs> most kidneys aren't completely useless. They just can't handle the load. So now you have like a backup kidney. Yeah. Interesting. You got like your air and a spare. Did you know the only two parts of your body that can regrow your liver and your tongue? I did know that. Also, the liver is the same size your entire life. Which is terrifying. Yeah, babies with just huge adult livers. Huge livers. Yeah, same as like they could drink so much, (laughs) (laughs) but they shouldn't. They should. I mean, you say that. Always drink responsibly, babies. Um, also babies <laughs> don't drink don't and drive babies much. they don't your it's eyes are the same creepy. size that's why that's what makes them look so cute when they're babies yeah. and kicks eyeballs. in the caveman side of us to go oh no must protect mm-hmm, and they're mm-hmm. so soft and squishy well this got weird um, otherwise we would eat our young well they're so soft and squishy yes big old juicy liver mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you like veal you'd probably like baby is it, wait what is the is that pate. pate yeah mm-hmm. it's disgusting it is. I'm- if you can get it healthily without force feeding ducks to the point of death, I might try it. But also the liver is the dumpster of the human body and everything you cannot process or expel from you just lives in there. I'm not going to eat that. No, it's like you- eating a chicken gizzard. <coughs> Never what? eat a polar bear livers. You will die. Really? Oh, yeah. They Why? Have insane amount because uh, due to something with them uh and snow and living in cold shit whatever um they they retain insane amounts of vitamin a so like a very small chunk of it will kill you what does vitamin Dang. a do what if what 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 does vitamin a do i don't know it gives you vitamins normally right. but if you eat but I, like, a shitload of it b12 is like an adrenaline shot what does vitamin do i, I think do. it actually flips you inside out oh. <laughs> so coming back to the show uh they her and andy flipped a police car inside out and then blew it up because they're idiots 
They're but dumb. it got her out of her shell, so that's nice, I so, guess. I would say up until that point, I thought she was a reasonable human. And then after, she's like, oh my god, wasn't that awesome when we blew that police car <laughs> on fire? And I went, oh no, she's bad news. I'm pretty excited. Uh, this is going to be an entire trash fire with her and Andy. Oh yeah, and those two dum-dums. I, I want to see what happens. <laughs> Well, it's gonna be all she, bad. I think, is going to be evil, and he's just a dum dum, and he, she's going to be the way in which he decides to get back to his family. I hope so. Yeah, or she's going to flip him. Gonna, he's going to think he's in love, and they're going to take him, and it's going to be a whole thing, and yeah. I'm going to hate it. Ah, oh, children. Um, Jace is terrible. Jace took armed men into a hospital and allowed them to beat people up. Yeah, so it's interesting watching, especially this episode opening with um, Jace. And his crotchety old partner. Racist partner. <coughs> um, Who tasered that kid for no reason? What the fuck? That's uh, that's not that often. Yeah, it happens all the yeah, time like, now. Eh. Great. That, 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 seems, that part seems pretty normal, sadly. Well, not un- it was not unbelievable. It just made me very angry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But um, just them showing us where he comes from this far into it. Too late. Was such an interesting parallel to Supergirl, where the first time we see Agent Liberty's face, it's during the flashbacks, seeing where he comes from, and mm-hmm. just the difference in how the two shows presented that. Like, Agent Liberty's a big old douchebag. It was... you. I, I don't know. I like seeing where he came from and how he got there, whereas with Jace, I'm just like, man, at this point, I just don't fucking care. Like, yeah, it's too you're late a trash to person. Yeah. Your wife needs to track you down and murder you. And you're hanging out with purifiers, man. Come right? On. Like, I just, like, you signed was, up for he, the mutant version of the KKK. Like, get the fuck out. Well, he's an ex-cop, ex-enforcement officer, ex-protector of people. And he walked into a clinic full of vulnerable people who are in pain and just watched them brandish guns, scare them, and beat them up. Mm-hmm. Who are you at this point? Oh, he's You're a garbage no human one. being. Yeah, yeah, I can't. So there's no... I've said this since, like, episode four. I have no sympathy for this guy. He gets none of my feelings, and I mm-hmm. hope he dies painfully. I hope he gets turned inside out. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. I hope he gets to live through it for a Ew. few minutes. Ew. I'm so curious about how you would turn a human inside out. Oh, my God. Out. If you start with the feet, <laughs> it would, you would stay alive the longest. Ew. Long enough to see your whole body turn inside out. Gross. Like, what if you look down and you could, like... But, like, would your intestines also turn inside out? So all your poop's on the outside now? <laughs> Asking the real questions. Look, I have I have questions. I was actually thinking, I what if... not. Like, if you flipped in it over inside out, <coughs> right? It well, would be all bubbly, like, like a ball covered in caviar. Yeah, but, like, like the, the safe Gross. itself was... Each individual component was still maintained, basically. It's just, it was reversed. It, it's not like the the door of the safe was also inside out. It was just inside out relative to the rest of the safe, but the components on the door weren't this on the outside. True. So I, I think you would get, like, intestines on the outside, but, but not, not poop, flipped. not flipped yeah. inside out. At least the poop's still in you. I was thinking, I guess, I was, I guess I've been thinking, like... Dripping down you. More like... If a if a hinge was installed on the side underneath your arm, you like swung it all the way around. You swing it all the way around. Yeah. But my problem there is is if it's really inside out, your skeleton would have to be on the outside of all of your fleshy stuff. Oh yeah, and you're just gonna collapse. It's underneath. Like your skeleton (laughs) is your base. Everything builds Mm -hmm. out from there. So to turn a human inside out. You would have to literally put the skeleton on the outside. But, like, the skeleton also contains things. Like, there's things inside the skeleton, too. You mean, like, inside a rib cage? Yeah. Right. So, I think that the rib cage would be, like, flipped inside out, and then, like, your lungs and heart would just be, like, outside of it. <laughs> just, like, fall to the ground. I'm okay, so, listeners, I let us artist- know your thoughts. <laughs> I need an artist's rendition of the... Evan flipped inside out human. Please uh, draw some stuff and send it in. I send it to it. Monica. I don't need to see yeah, that. I need to see this. I googled it. I'm expecting some weird calls from the government. <laughs> that seems right. Also, you shouldn't have been looking to buy a new garden hose at the same time. No. Like that's that's a bad combination. Yeah. <laughs> All right, okay, uh, let's talk about Titans. You guys, I love this show, and I don't care what the two of you say. Starfire is my girl. 
and I love I her forever. I think I I think the worst I've said is I'm very angry that I'm don't I was dislike looking mostly it. at that one. Yeah, I don't like Dick at all. I Dick is garbage, but watch Dick, it for everyone else. Dick's terrible and their characterization of him is terrible. <laughs> Are you having a problem? Well, I mean, I know Kenneth doesn't like Dick. <laughs> he should though. Dick <coughs> Dick's all right. <laughs> Yep. Uh, so, Starfire Should tracks... we call him Grayson? <laughs> no. It's better this way. Starfire tracks down uh, Rachel and the nuclear family and sets Papa Yay! in Fuego. Fuck that guy! And he, he gone. Though, really, at this point... Can does, why, would he, why would Rachel even go with her? Every person she's met has just been successively worse. Eh. Dick was pretty great. <laughs> I mean, he left her a, a Dear John letter. <laughs> but, a Dear Dick letter. Yeah. Dear Dick. I think Rachel is 15 and just wants to feel safe, and this person saved her. Yeah. That's also, true. she looks super cool. And she looks she does. super cool. I'd go with her <laughs> for her hair alone. Stop kicking me! I'm sorry. Yeah. Hers is like a gentle wave of a kick, and so every, like... Four and a half seconds is like a poop. <laughs> is it? Oh, poo. is it like you're abducted by aliens and they're doing something they're kind doing, of off book? Yes, yes. <laughs> There's a guy peeking around the corner. Can you get it together? Okay, so Rachel's cruising around with Corey. Uh, Dick tracks him down. He was like, "Hey, what uh, what's up?" And Rachel's like, "Um, I'm lame," and she had cool hair. Well, also, for, you were mean what to me. episode did you watch? I don't know, Say, three. For but a, it was for a, while a ago. hot minute, we had the whole team together. <gasps> that was so Beast nice. Boy was there too. Beast Boy was in the oh, arcade. Yeah, they, they, Corey and Rachel went to uh, a Rolling roller alley. rink. No, mm-hmm. no, it's a roller rink. Whatever. <laughs> what? They're uh, the same. Because, the- just full of nerds. <laughs> They're not. It's full of nerds. It's polished hardwood and you're rolling stuff on it. It's all the same. So Dick tracks him down. Um, using no, they, his, uh, Dick skills. No, they went to a convent and made friends with some <clears throat> nuns. And then Corey pulls out that thing and goes, "Do you know where this is?" That and the was, head nun, ew, that was, it was not. Let me tell the story. The head <laughs> nun goes, "Oh, that's for the roller rink down the road." And then we left oh, for five minutes, imagining fine, nuns okay, roller fine. skating. Yeah, they're like flying nuns, but on roller skates instead. And then Garfield shows up. Mm-hmm. What's up, buddy? And oh, Beast like, Boy. Yeah. Like, Who the like, fuck? The president? Hey, you're super good at that. Chester A. Garfield. Did you not know there was a President Garfield? Because there was. Okay, yeah, but what? What? You okay. said Garfield. You said no, Garfield. Okay. And I went, I went, Gar- and it's not that- Chester. It's Chester A. Arthur from Die Hard 3. President Garfield was a president, but his name was not Chester. Okay, so you can see my confusion with <laughs> Chester A. Garfield. No, yeah, that was my bad. Okay. <laughs> no, no, that was my bad. Most President Garfield's first name. Man, it does not Samuel. matter. Samuel. <coughs> no. What? Obviously, that was a straight Dean. guess. Dean, Dean Garfield. Garfield. Pre- James A. I got the oh. A right. Chester A. Arthur. James A. Garfield. This is magical. Anyway, uh, right Gar Gar runs into Rachel. They they flirty McFlirt a bit, um, and then leave. Go back to the covent. They were so cute. Flirty <coughs> convent. Twenty first U.S. Yeah. President Chester A. Arthur. Thank you, Dehard. With the and. Then the nuns drug Rachel and toss her in in the crossroom. Yeah, that's not great. Yeah. And then demon side comes out. <laughs> yeah, and she she kind of blows that thing up. Mm-hmm. And I'm a little confused about how her power manifests. Like when it's the mirror voice talking to her, is that her dad talking to her, or is that like the evil side of her? Oh, that's evil her. Yeah. Okay. So if I she thought there wasn't an evil side. I'm confused. I, I thought know. her powers, she just, like, she had, like, <coughs> telekinesis and mm-hmm. magic, and now she's, like, there's something inside of her that calls her the B-word and makes her feel shitty about herself. Like, that's not great. I don't know, man. This show's fucking weird. I know. I, I hand wave all of them. I'm here for Starfire. And yeah. apparently Garfield the president. It's <laughs> <laughs> fair. <coughs> yeah, so, uh, Corey tracks down her th- through like multiple bus depot thingies and that was so funny when she opened <coughs> the arcade one and it's another key and yeah, she's like oh she's like, come on that was that's so lame um she finds an old shipping container wow i could not think of that word 
And it wasn't a shipping container. It was a storage place. Yeah, it's basically what a shipping container is. It's a box. Yeah, she, probably, place, she finds a bowling box. Bowling alley, and you can do this. <laughs> uh, she finds she finds a box with a key, and inside is alien writing in a weird tanning bed. Starfire. Yeah. So I guess she just starts reading it, and he's like, "You can read that." She's like, oh, "I guess." Yeah. Because no know, questions. Dick tracks her down because he's questions. a detective. No, and it's because he GPS his own car like a weirdo. That's not weird. It's not detective-y. Okay, but it's <laughs> less weird than GPSing someone else's car. That's true. It depends on the someone. No, you're right. What? Probably, no, probably yeah, no. all the bat vehicles are GPS yeah, located. Like, yeah, in case, smart, yeah, in case you get like kidnapped or murdered by the Joker or something. Yeah. Oh my god, speaking of which. So next episode is Doom Patrol. Cool. Whatever. They're fucking weird. I don't care. Episode after that, do you know who shows up? Is it the Joker? Is it the Joker? No, fuck that guy. Is it Jason Todd? It's Jason Todd. <gasps> yeah! yeah! Up! Is it Batman's Jensen like, Ackles as Jason Todd? No, I We're wish. not that lucky. It's, it, uh, it looks like Batman got all fucking weepy and mopey and was like, well, I need a new little kid to boss around. So recruited himself a new Robin. And... Uh, Grayson's going to run into a young in costume Robin, and I am very excited to see what happens. Oh, I loved that they couldn't just hire someone to be Batman. <laughs> Instead, all we see is a shadow at the back of his head, and we find out he's the worst fucking foster parent ever. Well, I assume it's going to be like uh, season one of Supergirl, where they didn't want to commit to hiring someone to be Batman at this well, point. Well, I mean, I I kind of get that, but also... The- Guys, I just rolled my eyes over. <laughs> it fell was, off the yeah, earth. They almost got stuck up there. It's just, it's so laughably terrible that Bruce couldn't even talk to Dick in person. He leaves him he, that dumbass note. He leaves him a note. He doesn't even sign it Bruce. He signs B- it BW. Like, could you just talk to him like a person? Be a person! Who gave this man a child to raise? <laughs> Look. Fucking the foster he, system. He bought that child. I, I love Batman. Don't get me wrong. He's so extra. <laughs> You know that motherfucker flounces. Do you know what would be yeah. great? Is if they just hired a different actor to be Bruce every year. I don't give a shit. Don't make a big deal about it. Just fucking hire a body. Or. It's gets, Tyler Hecklin. Yeah. It's Tyler Hecklin. <laughs> He's all of them. It's always Tyler he, he shows up as Green Lantern, and then he shows up as Cyborg, and then he shows up as Wonder Woman, and I'm here for all of it. But also, like, think about it. He would make a good Bruce Wayne. He would make yes, a good he Bruce Also, Wayne. he would make a good Green Lantern. Not he Hal Jordan, Kyle Rayner, obviously. Lantern. Obviously, Hal's the worst. He'd make, he'd look great in Wonder Woman's outfit. Yes, he would. Yeah. A little eye makeup? Yeah. Oh, I'm getting turned on. We gotta... <laughs> okay, and up. on that note, we will be back next week in your earballs with only five episodes because CW has... Five episodes and a game. <coughs> yes. Because we are Stay drafting... Tuned. Super dope shit, which you will hear about next episode. Super dope. Super dope. So, as always, thank you for listening, and we'll be in your ears, same damn time, same pow channel. Tyler Pow! My god, that's <laughs> not terrible. how that goes. Anymore. Get out!